Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Musings of Remain and Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about my United lost to Manchester City at Old Trafford. It was um, another poor, embarrassing, humiliating, and shameful performance from Manchester United at Old Trafford. Um, we looked toothless, we looked hopeless, we looked embarrassing, we looked helpless. Um, Masiti showed the golfing cloud between us and them. And even Ole, in his post-match interview, admitted that City and Liverpool uh, were way ahead of them. And that caused him to question, why? And why is this so? Who is to blame for this? After three years and 400 million spent, you are, no long, you are nowhere nearer than they were three years ago. We are, in fact, worse off. You know, we've not closed the gap after three years. Then what have you been doing? Is that not an admittance of failure? So I'm going to be talking about the game. I'm going on a rant as usual. So if you're up for it, let's get right into it. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Paul here again. So before I continue, please do not forget to um, like or follow or subscribe using the preferred podcast application of your choice uh, so that you can get notifications of any new podcast episode that is uh, made by me. Okay, please, I will, enjoy, I will encourage you guys to support this podcast and um, let's grow together. Thank you very much in anticipation of you liking and uh, following on your preferred podcast platform. Okay, back to the matter of the day. Um, Manchester United, a few hours ago, were humiliated by Manchester City. Um, the scoreline flattered my United because if we didn't have a world-class goalkeeper, who apparently is the man of the match um, for my United, we... We deserve to be we Man City should have been out of sight in the first half. But somehow he kept us in the game. And if we had a good manager and got us, you know, energized in the second half and got us moving with the right tactics, with the right personnel, and we're able to pull one back, then we are back in the game. Or if we had prevented that second goal, perhaps we there would be some impetus, you know, to get back into the game. Unfortunately, things didn't work out for us. Our, rock, our luck has been running out for a while. This is my United's um, latest defeat at Old Trafford. We've lost four games this season, three at Old Trafford. You know, we've not, we lost to Aston Villa. We lost to Leicester. We lost to Liverpool. We lost to... Um, City now, so um, it's an embarrassing situation at Old Trafford. There are a lot of stats that I'd like to read out to you in case you've not checked them out. Um, you really need to check them out to show you the dire situation we are as a club right now. Um, now, 
in our last 12 games, we lost to Young Boys. We defeated West Ham. We lost to West... Uh, we Okay, I beg your pardon. In our last 12 games, yes, we've played West Ham back-to-back. We, we won one, lost one. We lost to Villa. We lost to Villarreal. We lost. We drew with Everton. Uh, lost to Leicester. Defeated Atlanta. Lost to Liverpool. Defeated Spurs. Drew with Atlanta. And lost to um, City. So, in 12 games, we've won four, drawn two, and lost six. Ladies and gentlemen, we've lost six games in, 12, in the last 12 matches. We've lost six. We've scored 16 goals and considered 22. That is the situation we are in right now at this club. If you remove the Champions League games, then we've only won two games, drawn one, and lost five. We've scored eight, considered 15. That's if you remove the Champions League games. Now, we've not, we've, we've, um, we've not had a clean sheet in the last six games at Old Trafford. We considered against Leeds when we won 5 1. We considered against Newcastle when we won 4 1. We lost to Aston Villa. 1-0, drew with Everton, 1-1, lost to Liverpool, 5-0, and now have lost to Manchester City, 2-0. So, in, six, in our last six games at Old Trafford, in the Premier League, we've, we've been conceding. We've been leaking, we've been leaking like a faucet, you know, like a broken pipe. We've been leaking goals. Four points from the last possible 18. One Premier League in the last 47 days. That is relegation from, from a relegation manager. And that is who we hired, a relegation manager. That is the state of our club. And the funny thing is, his, his, his job is not in danger of getting uh, taken from him. He's not in any danger. He's relaxed, confident in his ability or in his position, in his status. No fear, nothing. That is unacceptable. The biggest problem with Manchester United is not only it is the Glazers. They are the ones who have created this toxic atmosphere. They are the ones who are behind this failure. They are the ones who have allowed Ole to destroy this club, tarnishing his legacy as a legend of this club. As far as I'm concerned, Ole will never be the same in my eyes. And I'm sure in many eyes, except from the ones going to Old Trafford to watch those games, because they're the ones chanting his name. Whether it's out of groupthink or whether it's out of mockery to make light of the situation, I don't know. But Ole is damaging his reputation. Now, he is trying to ride the storm, get all these difficult games, get them out of the way. And hopefully focus on the on the teams in mid table and at the bottom table, hoping that he will go on a run and get back to get back to being in you know get some of the pressure off him. I think that is what he's looking for. After the international break, we take on Watford. We might get a result against Watford um, away from home because they're not that good. But I won't be surprised if they give us a game. 
we, we've traditionally struggled with teams like Watford. And if Ranieri is up for it, he might give us a game and we may draw that game or lose it. And I won't be surprised if we do. In fact, if we fans really want Ole out, we want if we want the Glazers' hands to be forced, we need to hope that some of these losing runs continue. Because I don't, it is, it, we cannot have it both ways. In as much as I want my United to win games regularly all the time, but I cannot, I cannot, um, I cannot help but think that look, the only way Ole gets out is if things continue to, um, things continue to get out of control. Things continue to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until Ole's time. It's untenable. Maybe we'll go like the run that Arsenal had last season. You know, if we can go on that run, that could trigger a response from the Glazers. Because if they could sack Mourinho for far less um, results, then why are we keeping Ole in a job? Why is he in a job? Why is he still here? Why should we keep Ole as the manager of this club, causing damage to this team, to the uh, legacy, to everything. We can salvage this season if we have a good manager, as long as we're in the Champions League and the FA Cup. We can salvage the season. We can even get top four. The league is out of it. We are now 11... Chelsea is leading, as I make this podcast, so that means they are 11 points ahead of us. Okay? So the title race is out of the window. I don't see Chelsea dropping... losing four games throughout this season, not to talk of dropping points for us to make up that 11 points. And that is assuming that we will not drop points ourselves. No, I don't see it happening. So the title race is gone. Any faint hopes we had that we're in a title race is far is over. So we can seek solace in the cups. But the longer Ole is there, the likelier we will not the most most likely we will not even win that we get knocked out maybe in a quarterfinal or a semi-final. Because he's not good enough for this club. He's a decent manager, but he's, he's way out of his debt. He cannot manage the squad. And of a bloated squad, which he is signing, signing players that he can he will not use because he's more interested in keeping his job. How can you have players that we have and will be struggling to 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 hold possession for five seconds? It what pains me very much is seeing players making five yard passes to the opposition. It's so annoying. It's so painful. It's so disgusting. I saw Lindelof making one. I was so pissed off. How long can this continue? How long are we going to allow this to continue? How long? Manchester United has become the laughing stock. We've become a laughing stock. Memes, left, right and centre. Because of we have a shameless manager. A hopeless, clueless manager at the helm of affairs. It is unacceptable at this level that we have a manager who doesn't know what he's doing who makes us look so, like underdogs I watched the game 
the players run up and down like headless chickens. And I said, is this what we have become? We look so shameful. We look so, it was so embarrassing. This is a big club. This is a big club. Even Chelsea, take when they took on Man City, were not humiliated this way. Of course, they they packed the bus, but they packed the bus with some sense, with some, uh, with some, some finesse. Which they knew what they were doing. There was, there was an, there was a plan. City did not have it all that way. It was not. They didn't. They didn't feel comfortable. They didn't have to take their foot off the bus. They were on their toes throughout the game. City were strolling, strolling easily. We toying with Man United in the second half, especially. We couldn't lay a glove on them. If 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 they if if you check the stats, they will be damning. In terms of possession and you know I don't know I'm just I don't even know what to say really DJ was excellent that's the only thing I will say um, some commentators um, I don't know if Peter Jury and Jim Beglin they were trying to lay the blame on DJ but it was Luke Shaw and Maguire who Primarily are responsible. DJ was cut off by surprise and the ball crippled sneakily. So, yes, DJ is culpable, but you cannot solely blame DJ for that. You have to blame both Luke Shaw and Maguire. Those two, two clowns. Those two that form have been poor and they keep getting picked by Ole. Why? Why? Is Varan now our savior? Really? Some people were trying to make a big deal of by considering an own goal. What about all the mistakes about that um, Maguire and Shaw have been um, causing for the past how many weeks? Why have they not been benched? Any little trick only goes for easy targets. Eric Bay, um, Van, Van de Beek, Mason Greenwood. Easy, easy targets. The favorites are the big boys. He'll keep on the pitch for 19 minutes. I knew that when he was going to change the shape, he was going to keep removed by it. I knew it. There's not the, the Lindelof didn't do anything. Lindelof almost considered an own goal himself. If not for the judge president, Lindelof would have considered an own goal. Maguire keeps getting picked no matter what he doesn't remove Maguire. i don't understand i don't understand the 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 rationale of keeping Maguire in this squad i don't know now ole because of his um cluelessness his favoritism players like jaden sancho um van der beek and so on many of these players are losing their places in their national team squads Tell us, because they don't get played. I won't be surprised if Marshall was not included in the French squad. I stand to be corrected. But we have several players whose careers are being killed because of Ole's favoritism. Playing Matt Fred. Those players are not good enough. Matt Fred ran all around, did all he could, but there was not much he could do. 
they don't know how to play incisive passes or play uh, give give passes um insightful passes going forward they don't know how to they're always looking for the safe option sideways passing one bisaka poor today he was just being mocked by everyone his ball control everything Wambisaka, uh, Roy King was saying that Wambisaka, if they w- he was offered back to uh, Crystal Palace, they would reject him. Players are regressing under Oli. Maguire, Maguire, I don't think he was this bad under when he was in Leicester. Maguire, Luke Shaw, all of them regressing under this manager because they are being forced. They, they they don't know what they are doing. They're all off form at the same time. It can't be a coincidence. I don't think so. The only person who left with his stock in tackles is the There's nothing to say about the other teams. The forward players, they were not getting to any service. Bruno, um, um, Greenwood. He, Greenwood, people have criticized him for his um, defensive um, uh, defensive abilities when, when we are defending. But that is for the coaches to do. Look at how look at the difference between Foden, uh, Bukayo Saka, and Greenwood. They seem to be growing in leaps and bounds while Greenwood is regressing or stagnating. So many things wrong with this club. Pebble didn't even have to make a substitution for 19 minutes because there was no need. They were cruising, having a training session. My United brought four substitutions and there was no improvement. They were not playing with any striker, yet they scored two. We would pack the defense and we couldn't, cons- we couldn't, we couldn't uh, stop the goals from coming in. And it could have been worse. It could have been worse, if not for the brilliance of DJ. The scoreline looks respectable, but that scoreline flatters Manchester United. Ole has to go. He needs to go. We know the Glazers are the problem of this club. But they have backed Ole. And Ole has not delivered. They need to sack him. And appoint somebody who will get the job. Why is it so difficult for them to get rid of Ole? I would not know. I don't know what hold Ole has on the Glazers. Or what hold the Glazers have on Ole. I don't know. I feel that the Glazers use Ole to shield them from attention. Let him take all the heat. Because many of us can't see past um, our noses. So Ole is there doing a good job of taking on the flak, taking on the heat, while the Glazers sit in America and enjoy their investment. They've backed him. Ole should have signed a good midfielder so that he uh, he, he can. Uh, in fact, I don't even think personally. Even if we, if Ole signed a good midfielder, I don't think things will get any better because it's not just about the personnel; it's about the tactics, it's about the coaching. Everything is way off. So even if we he has signed a defensive midfielder, we will still be poor. 
too, there are many things wrong with this club. And the earlier Ole gets sacked, the better for Manchester United. But it's not going to happen. Ole's statements in the press conferences show that he is not going to leave this place until he is forced out. And the only way he can be forced out is if the players down tools. And I suspect maybe that's what they are doing. They are downing tools, making the humiliating the club, but Ole is helpless. So the only way out for Manchester United is for us to lose more games and hoping that the Glazers will finally take note. Or fans at the stadium will turn on the club and protests. I think if protests are done, then the Glazers would listen. But I don't see that happening because many are still living on nostalgia and hoping for these difficult games to pass so that we can rebuild and start over again. Maybe that's what they're looking for. But when... But when somebody's time is coming to an end, these are the kind of results we see. Even the smaller teams like Watford will begin to get results. And that will probably drive the point home. So I'm hoping that things change. Um, but I'm, I'm willing to enjoy more defeat if that's going to get Ole out of this club. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Try and enjoy your weekends. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye for now.